to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Heather Riggs on the line, and she is the founder and chief innovator over at Atlanta Legal Marketing. Heather, welcome back to the show. Thanks so much for having me, Adam. So these are my favorite episodes. This is a Reunion 2020 episode for all the listeners out there, um, and that's when I bring on a guest that I had on in the past, and I, I couldn't get enough, so I had to bring them right back. So Heather, I want to I wanna start off with, I don't want to assume we got a, a lot of new listeners, and I don't want to assume they were able to catch your first episode, so let's just start out with what you're doing over at Atlanta Legal Marketing. Yeah, well, it's exactly what it says on the tin, Adam. It's legal marketing um, here in Atlanta. So we focus just on the attorney demographic, but we're a full-service marketing agency, just like you would expect for any company. So that's everything from web development, blogging and content, social media management, and we're even in 2020 starting to get into the multimedia, like video and podcasting, like yourself. Oh, that's awesome. And um, so what kind, of, uh, what kind of attorneys are the right kind of fit typically for you? Are there any specific niches or areas? Um, just so that, I, I mean, our, our audience out there has grown pretty well. And just so that if somebody's listening and they know if they're the right fit to connect. For sure. So all types of attorneys do business with us. But practices that are B to C, so more direct to client, tend to like this type of marketing the best. So while certainly we have tax attorneys and employment lawyers, all that sort of good thing, um, most of our client base is made up of uh, practices like estate planning, personal injury, criminal defense, and family law, those who are working directly with a client versus a business. That's awesome. Um, and so let's uh, let's get into today's uh, topic, which is uh, when, when I saw this in the show notes that as a proposed topic, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. I don't even know if we've covered it. Over a thousand episodes in the podcast, I don't think we've covered it yet. So the evolution of thought leadership online from quantity to quality. Um, let's get into that. So what does that mean to you? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like in the last couple of years, um, you know, kind of looking backwards historically, it was all about posting every single day, sometimes multiple times a day. You know, mm -hmm. all these different articles on LinkedIn, original, curated, pictures, you know, just posting constantly. And now I feel like our social media audiences especially are expecting higher quality content less frequently. So even if you're posting, let's say, every Friday, they're expecting something longer, something more substantive, something with more panache, maybe something multimedia. Um, and that's really becoming more and more prevalent, especially for lawyers in 2020. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Um, it's the idea of just being out there or having something out there is kind of gone by the wayside, in my opinion, or at least for brands that are that want to grow and that really are um, get what how this all works. So, for example, even even on the podcast, like we had to step up our game going into this year, and I think we might have been. I don't know if you if this happened the last time you come on, but if if it didn't, um, you do have some new gifts coming. Uh, so we upgraded everything to video. So we started like you know at, at the beginning, we just put out you know pictures of 
of what we did and who we talked to and threw a link on there. Now we have to do, we don't have to, but we choose to give, uh, to do audiograms so that they're one minute videos that are, that have these clips out. And then we had to add the YouTube channel. We had to add all these other things because we kind of understood that if we want to hit this business market as a, as a media platform that we can't force everyone to listen to a podcast. We have to, and if they want the content, we have to go to the platforms they're on and we have to engage with them in the manner that they want to be engaged with. And I think this theme goes across, I mean, it goes, it goes across professions, especially for lawyers. Absolutely. And, you know, resonance is really the name of the game these days. It's hard to resonate with someone if you're constantly dripping something into their face, right? Um, that, that's a form of torture in some places in the world. So uh, that's <laughs> why the, the quality is really so important. And you're absolutely right, especially for an industry like the law, where trust is so paramount in that client relationship. Um, so if the potential client is not connecting with an attorney, uh, through their content, if it just seems like too much noise, then they're never going to close that client. So I was interested. I was interested in this comment. So uh, that you that you wrote. So whether a thought leader is just an influencer in disguise, and that I, that I don't. I'm not claiming I have the answer to that. To me, I was like I was perplexed. I'm like, huh? I never really thought about that. Heather's making me think right now. What's that all about? Uh, so what do you, I mean? What are your thoughts on that? It's it's an interesting take. Yeah, I think when most people think of an influencer, again, especially when we're thinking of social media, they think of the beauty community, you know, pushing makeup or clothing or those sorts of things. And that's all well and good, an industry in and of itself, um, definitely someone who would be an influencer. But really, when you just look at the root of that word, it's someone who has influence. And I think that that can be across industry. And when we translate that into a more traditional professional realm of content, such as the law or marketing, for example, um, then historically we've called that person a thought leader. I think really they're one and the same because it's intended to create a tide of perspective wherever that platform is. So if that's on LinkedIn, for example, for a professional, then they're still having influence. So even though they call themselves a thought leader, perhaps, um, influencer is really a, a more literal, perhaps accurate term. What do you think, Adam? Yeah, I um I like it. I mean, I, I get it. And to me, I still I still gra I still kind of grapple with either either term really because to me, just growing up, I guess I I was I had, my grandfather had a pretty big influence in my life in terms of him being in business. And for him, it was just telling the truth and being a big being a good businessman, like just do, like keeping your word. That was what it was about. And so now, um, I guess the big difference here is that you know in his day. You, um, you know, you had a limited scope of maybe your community is what you did business in and you did, you didn't, he didn't have the connectivity to be able to reach the world by putting up a website. So I think sometimes we have this disproportionate at times amount of influence based on just these systems that are already built for us. Um, like, you know, like, like LinkedIn, right? Like I, some people are like, oh, I'm not on LinkedIn. And I'm like, or, or this or that, your business. But I mean, it's an amazing platform that you don't have to pay for unless you, you pay for the, uh, the uh, sales navigator or the other stuff, but you don't have to. But that allows you to connect with people all around the world if you choose to. Um, and, what, and, and why is that done? Because um, in my opinion, it's, it's facilitating business. Like it just lets us all do business better. Um, 
No, but I love it. I love your thought process on this, Heather. Um, so that being said, um, what are some ways that some of the people out there listening, so there's business owners, entrepreneurs, executives, lawyers, I mean, all, all across the board, they're listening. What are some ways that you think they should go into 2020 thinking about their con their content creation um, so that they're, they're also creating um, content that can be influential and match their brand? Yeah, so I definitely think less is more. I'd rather see someone put out a video or, you know, a really great article once a month than, you know, something that's really not going to be helpful or useful every single day. Um, so that's, that's definitely number one. And I think that's true across industry, whether you're working in law, marketing, or something else. Um, and then I would also say, you know, really think about curating your audience. And what I mean by that is, in the same vein as less is more, that maybe having, you know, 250,000 connections on LinkedIn is not really resonating with people the way that, you know, 750 connections on LinkedIn might. So really kind of narrowing down who you're speaking to and then giving them really quality, useful, targeted, and specific content. Hmm, that's awesome. Um, so, Heather, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Atlanta legal marketing, um, what are some of the ways that they can reach out to you? Well, absolutely visiting our website is one of those ways. That's atlantalegalmarketing.com. And I welcome anyone to become a LinkedIn connection with me. And you can find me at LinkedIn at Atlanta Legal Marketing. Fantastic. Well, hey, Heather, really appreciate you coming back on the show. Um, enjoyed this reunion episode. Enjoyed that new perspective you gave me on influencer and being influential and all the things around us. Really good stuff. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I'll leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Um, do all those great things we do to support our, pod our podcasters. Um, and if you have some ideas on influencers and, and how all of that works, um, and you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Money Matters, top tips, leave us some comments in the comment section. I'm not claiming I have all the answers, but if there's some comments on there, I'm sending them to Heather and she can answer some questions. <laughs> Put on that one, Heather. <laughs> awesome. Well, and Heather, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you, Adam.